I'm going to come up with something here. Every time I come up and when it's time to go, I say, all righty, I got to think of something else to say. Okay, then, or something, you know. Uh, you know, I, I hope that all of you are growing in prayer as we continue our campaign, your know, 40 days of prayer. Um, you know, it's so important that we grow in prayer. And, and what we're finding out is there's so many aspects of prayer. You know, um, as you're going through the campaign workbook, um, there was a day that was really profound for me. I think it was day 19. And, you know, the verse for that day was Romans 12.1. And it was from the message. And this is what it said. It says, so here's what I want you to do. God is helping you. Take your everyday ordinary life, your sleeping, eating, going to work, and all that, and place it before God as an offering. You know, uh, embrace what God does for you is the best thing you can do for him. And, and so I thought, you know what, I'm going to do that. You know, that I'm going to place everything that I'm going to do on that day, I'm going to place it as an offering uh, to God, you know. And uh, it was a really great exercise. You know, I didn't realize how much I just kind of did things on my own and how much that I just took for granted and how much I didn't really see God there and how much I didn't really thank God for. And, you know, I would always get like, you know, you know people who like, oh, God, thank you for that parking space. Like, come on. But, but, you know, that day, I thank God for everything. I thank God for the lettuce I was eating for lunch. You know, I was thankful. For, and, you know, it was really weird because I was thanking God for, for my, my, my salad and all that. And all of a sudden what came to my mind was, man, how blessed I am. That how God has so provided that, that I can eat pretty much whatever I want to eat for lunch. You know, that there, there are people, and I remember times when, man, it was rough. I mean, our finances was, was really, really tight. I know places where they don't even have lunch. And my mind just began to, to think about all kinds of things. And I said, man, I want Romans 12.1 really to become a reality every day. You know, that, that, that prayer is, is, is asking God for things, and, but, God is all, but, but prayer is also being connected with God and, and thanking him for stuff and being aware of, of, what, you know, of, his, of his presence in your life. Before I went to meetings, I said, God, will you just be with me at this meeting? And not only will you be with me, that, that I'm just, I'm just going to offer this meeting to you. That at the end of this meeting, you're going to say to me, Mark, man, I, was so, I was so pleased by you, son. Son, you just made me so happy. I mean, how great. And so I hope that you are, are just working through that workbook and letting the Holy Spirit speak to you. You know, and, and I just began to realize how powerful prayer is. R.A. Torrey, you know, he was a pastor who lived in the early 1900s, said that prayer is the key that unlocks all the storehouses of God's infinite grace and power. That it's prayer that is the key that unlocks all the storehouses. So you can imagine like that God has all these warehouses filled with grace and power. And it's there waiting for us. It's just being stored there for us. Waiting for us to open the door and just so that his grace and his power can be poured out in our lives. 
And how sad it is that we got the key for that, but the door remains closed. And God wants us to experience his grace. God wants us to experience his power, and the key is prayer, you know? And it's important because there are going to be days, right? You got them, I got them. There are going to be days where life just punches you in the gut, right? That things can be going really great, and all of a sudden, kaboom, right? Last Saturday, not yesterday, but last Saturday was one of those days for me. It started out like just one of those ordinary, peaceful days. In fact, it was a relaxing day. I didn't have nothing to do in the morning. So I just thought, I'm just going to read. I like to read, so I'm reading a book. And, and I thought, I got black grapes in the fridge. And everybody who knows anything about grapes knows that black grapes, black seedless grapes, those are like the bestest grapes. The green ones are, are okay, right? The red ones are not bad. But it's the black grapes, right? How many of you believe that black grapes, right? See? And if Michelle says black grapes are the best, Miss Foodie herself, then we all know that's got to be true. So I got me my bowl of black grapes. The darker the berry, the sweeter the juice. Anyway, I got my black grapes. I had my book. And I had my puppy. Life doesn't get better than that. On the couch, reading, petting puppy, eating the grapes. And then I get this great idea, grape idea. <laughs> anyway, great idea, all right? I said, I love my puppy, sweetie. And sharing is love. <laughs> I know now. <laughs> so I said, you know, I'm gonna, and then I remember Janelle saying something about grapes being not good for dogs. But I figured it's because they could choke. So me being the inventive and the, 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 the smart person that I am, I just bit them in half. They can't choke on half. So I bit them in half. I ate half. Sharing. Love. Share. Half. Give her half. She goes, <laughs> puts it down. I said, no, you eat that. That's good. She, she liked it. Yeah, then I read my book. Eat half. Give her half. About eight grapes later, yeah, Janelle comes, my daughter, and she says, Dad, you're not supposed to be feeding dogs grapes. I go, look, she's alive. She didn't choke. Janelle does what everyone in her generation does. What are you first thing you do? You got to Google that thing, right? So she Googles that thing. Dad, one or two grapes can take down a big dog. Like, what way? It's poisonous. I go, grapes are poisonous? I go, look, she, she looks good. Don't worry, she's all right. But inside I'm thinking, all right, you know what? If you got to call the vet. Just call the vet, Janelle. It's going to be fine. So she calls the vet. The vet goes, oh, take her to the emergency hospital now, immediately. <laughs> what? So I go, oh. So there goes my relaxed punch in the gut. I go to the hospital, take our dog. And I go, I just gave her grapes, what? <laughs> no, I didn't say it like that. I went, I just did something stupid. I gave her dog grapes. So they take her in, and they say, okay, we're going we're gonna to induce vomiting and give her charcoal, this and that, and IV, IVs and all that. So they start doing the whole thing. She had better care faster than when I thought I had a 
broke. I had a, my finger was almost cut off, and I'm waiting for what twelve hours at Queens. Oh, they took her right in. Me with the doctor after. Well, yeah, you know, you you did something you shouldn't do. Because grapes can be toxic to to dogs. Glad you brought her in. I think we got out most of the grapes. And I think, uh, you know, what we're going to do, we're going to start this process. I go, yeah, 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 okay. And uh, three days from now, I go, what? Three days from now, you can come and you can pick up your dog. I go, what? And then she goes, okay, but, you know, because we got to, you know, got to go through the system, the whole thing, and all that stuff. And then she says, brings in the other person, and she says, oh, yeah, here's a, here's a, here's a, here's a paper with all the costs and all that. <laughs> That was the most expensive stinking grapes I ever ate in my life. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I was like, okay. And, you know, we started waiting. On, so I started to pray. And I said, God, you just got to heal, sweetie. You just got to heal her. I, one, you know, if, if she died, Joanne, my wife, and my daughter, they're going to be really, really sad. You know, I was thinking about them. And then I thought, God, you know, if you don't heal, this is, these are too expensive for grapes. You know, I mean, I don't think even at Whole Foods they cost this much. But, but, but um, I just started to pray. And I said, God, you got to heal. Because I didn't know what I was doing. And it was such a nice day until these stupid grapes of wrath, you know, right? What's the first thing you do? What's the first thing you think about when life punches you in the gut? What's your first response? Do you think of asking God to heal? Do you believe that God can heal? Do you believe that God is powerful enough to really heal? Or as Corey Ten Boom once said, is prayer your steering wheel or is it your spare tire? You know? Today, I want to encourage, and I want to talk about something that's just another aspect of prayer, that this whole idea that, that we can go to God and ask for healing, that, that, that we can go to God and pray for healing, and that, that, that if prayer really is about unlocking the storehouses of, of God's grace and power, that, that my, my prayer is that, that we would all understand we have that key. And that we can ask God to pray. And I wanted to talk about that, all right? But before I do that, I better just finish the sweetie story because I know some of you dog types are going to wonder, what happened to the dog? You know? Well, we took her in and they did all the stuff. And they said, you're going to have to stay over. And I said, you know, um, okay, whatever. But we prayed and... Uh, they said, you know, tomorrow you check back, and um, hopefully, you know, if things work out, maybe, you know, if you feel, just take Sweetie home. And so Sunday came about, and uh, about right after church, we went over, and we picked her up, and um, she's doing good. She, um, you, she's, you know, she's alive, all right? She's alive. She looks normal. Um, I, I, I'm getting rid of all the grapes in our refrigerator I will never eat a grape ever for the rest of my life. And uh, I can't tell you how much it all costed because you guys would flip out. But um, the truth is, you know, God is, God, is, God is great. 
God ain't grape. He's great. And he's the God who heals, all right? So real quick, I wanted to, this is what I wanted to do today, okay? I want to take some time, just go over that how we can pray and why we can pray for healing. And then I just want to give you the heads up that after that, I want us to practice that a little bit, all right? So, so, so if someone can, Jordan, if you go back there and lock the doors so no one can leave. No, I'm just kidding. No, but we're just going to practice, okay, because we know each other here, and it's okay, all right? But I'm just hoping that we'll have an opportunity to practice, all right? So real quick, the first thing is this, our God heals, that our God is a God who heals. He heals. In Exodus 15, 26, that's what the Bible says. If you will listen carefully to the voice of the Lord your God and do what is right in his sight, obeying his commands and keeping his, all of his decrees, then I, will make, then I will not make you suffer any of the diseases I sent on the Egyptians. And God says this, for I am the Lord who heals you. And that phrase, I am the Lord who heals you, really is Yahweh Rapha. In the, in the original Hebrew it's Yahweh Rapha, and what it is, it's the name of God. Literally, what it means is God, our healer. And, and that's his name, that the God we worship is Yahweh Rapha, our God who heals. And names were very significant. It wasn't just any old name. Okay? It, it, it really described who you was. And God is a God who heals. And, and what he's saying is that his very nature is healing. And that God wants to provide healing and wholeness for his people. He, that, that's who God is. And then in the New Testament, in 1 Peter 2.24... Peter's talking about Jesus, and he says, He personally carried our sins in his body on the cross so that we can be dead to sin, yay, and live for what is right. Not only that, by his wounds, by his death on the cross, you are healed. You are healed. And Jesus, Jesus came, and he died on the cross to bring healing. Healing from what? Yeah? And, and he's saying, healing from sin. And all that sin infects in our lives. To bring healing so that we can live for what is right. Live in a righteous way. And sin affects us physically and spiritually and emotionally. And Jesus came and died so that we may be healed from all the effects of sin. And so in order for us, to pray effectively and just to pray for healing, we got to believe. It starts with believing that our God is the God who heals because that's who he is. Not only that, is God's powerful, God's power to heal. God has power to heal. He isn't just God. He's a God who has the power to heal. Nothing is impossible for him. He is all-powerful and he can heal. And here are some ways in which God's power to heal is demonstrated, all right? First thing is, it's, um, it's demonstrated through the obedience to his word. That's what we just read in Ephesians, I mean, in um, Exodus 15. 
If you would listen carefully, you do what is right in his sight, obey his commands, keep all his decrees, he says, then I will not make you suffer. And, and God's power comes in as we are obedient to his word. In Psalm 119, verse 93, it says, I will not, I will never, David is saying, I will never forget your commandments, for by them you give me life. You see, there's something important about obedience, and, and so many of God's commandments and laws and, and all that stuff, instructions were given to promote healing and wholeness and health. See, it was there. God didn't just give us instructions just to be like this party pooper. But even beyond what we could see, he says he gave instructions um, to what to do and what not to do. You know, um, skin disease and moral laws, you know, certain kinds of sexual practices to avoid so you don't get sexually transmitted disease, all these things. God's commandments were there. His instructions were there. His laws were there to promote wholeness, and health in our lives, you see? And because it's so important because obedience brings about healing. Another way in which God's power to heal is demonstrated is through medical technology and treatment that God uses. You know, it's not like, I'm going to have faith in God, I don't need nothing else. You know, God uses um, medicine and modern medical technology in, in Hezekiah, King Hezekiah in 2 Kings 20. Okay, says he got deathly ill. The prophet Isaiah came and, and says, you know, um, king, uh, you're going to die. You know, I'm sorry, you're going to die, right? And so Hezekiah breaks down and he wept bitterly. And, and, and before Isaiah left, in the middle of the courtyard, this message came to him from the Lord. Go back to Hezekiah, the leader of my people. Tell King Hezekiah this. This is what the Lord, the God of uh, your ancestor David says. I have heard your prayers. I've seen your tears. I will heal you. And in three days from now, you will get out of your bed and go to the temple of the Lord. And I'm going to add 15 years to your life, and I will rescue you. Okay? So, so David goes to do that. And he says this. Isaiah says this. He goes and he says, make this ointment, make an ointment from figs. And so Hezekiah's servants spread the ointment over the boil, and Hezekiah recovered. God gave the word, but used medicine there. He used the uh, ointment of figs, you know. And occasionally what we see in the Bible is God uses something to facilitate healing. He does it supernaturally, but he does it through uh, means at times. In the case of Hezekiah, King Hezekiah, uh, God's healing came through that ointment of figs. I never liked figs. I think I might try some now. You know, maybe you got some good stuff there. I don't know. All right? But he uses doctors. He uses nurses. He uses healthcare workers. You know, that God can use all of that. He uses modern uh, medical uh, technology. You know, um, one of our sound people, Sonny Oliveris, he's, he's a testimony to that, that we're praying and asking God to heal. He's going through chemo and radiation, radiation and all that stuff. We're asking God to use all those things because God's power is demonstrated uh, through, um, you know, medical technology and treatment. And then the third way, not the third way, but another way I want to talk about today 
is God's power is demonstrated, his power to heal is demonstrated through supernatural healings and miracles. And throughout Jesus' ministry, and then the ministries of the apostles, and then the early church, and even today, we see instances where God's healing comes through supernatural healing and miracles. In Luke chapter 4, verse 40, sun went down that evening. People throughout the village brought sick um, family members to Jesus. Listen to this. No matter what their diseases were, the touch of his hand healed everyone. Wow. You know, that, that just by a touch of his hand, Everyone who came got healed. That the blind saw, that crippled people walked. Those with leprosy were cleansed and restored into society. And then later we see that his disciples began to, to, to pray and see healing going on. And then you look in the records in the second and the third and the fourth centuries, you see miracles happening. Even today, we see miracles happening. You know, and God, <clears throat> God can heal through supernatural uh, means and miracles. In fact, I believe we should be experiencing so much more healing today. John 14, verse 12, Jesus says this, I tell you the truth, anyone who believes in me will do the same works I have done and even greater works because I'm going to be with the Father. How many of us believe in Jesus? If you do, Jesus is saying to you, all the things you've read in the Bible, you're going to do those things. In fact, you're going to do even more. To which all of us who believe, we don't believe that. But Jesus said that. That Jesus said that. And, and, and we... We've forgotten something so important. Jesus, that, that God's power, um, he, he can heal, and he does through obedience, through all the medicine and medical stuff, but he also supernaturally heals as well. And it leads us to this third point, really important point, we can and we need to pray for healing today. That we can do this. God wants us to do this. And we can pray we need to pray for healing. <clears throat> and here is the truth about praying for healing. All right? This is so important. If you and I are going to pray for healing, this will make it so much easier for all of us to do. The thing is this, God's kuleana, his responsibility is to heal. That's God's kuleana. Our kuleana is to ask. See, I believe we don't see much of those greater works that Jesus was talking about because we get this mixed up. Somehow we think, oh, we got to pray and the healing is going to come from us. And so it's like, oh, I can't pray. I don't have this. I don't have that. I don't have all kinds of stuff. I can't pray. But the truth is that it's, it's God's kuleana 
He has the power. It's in his nature to heal. And all he tells us to do is ask. We just got to ask. John Wimber, uh, he was the founder of the vineyard and someone who has so motivated me from the very get-go. He wrote a book called Power Healing years ago. And, and, and John Wimber said this, my responsibility is to pray. God's responsibility is to heal. If he chooses not to do so, then he's responsible for that. Doesn't that take the pressure off of us? That, that we're just asking God. We're just asking God to heal. Right? When, when little kids go and, and say, Mom, Dad, can I, can, can I get grapes to feed the cat? They're asking. They don't have the grapes. They don't have that. All they're doing is asking. It's, it's, it's God. It's the parents that has the power, the resources, the grapes. You see? And we just got to ask. And, and we, we ask and we just trust in the God whose very nature is to heal. Now, there are times... When God heals, and there are the times when he chooses not to, right? You might have, I have for sure, prayed for people, and um, God hasn't healed. God didn't heal. And the, the question then is what? Is why? Why? And I look, and I look at someone, and I hear someone who got healed, and I prayed for someone here, and they prayed, I prayed, I prayed, and they didn't get healed. And I thought, that person is a whole lot better person than this person. How could this person get healed? That person didn't. You know, what's going on? Why? The truth is Isaiah 55 eight, And this is where we have to rest on this. God says, my thoughts are nothing like your thoughts, says the Lord. And my ways are far beyond anything you can imagine. And the truth is, we just, we just don't know. I don't know why. And one day, when we get to heaven, we can ask God. I'm going to ask God, why? Why this? And at that time, I guarantee you, when, when we're there and when we ask, it's just all going to make sense. Because God is smarter and wiser, and he understands so much more than what we have. And what the enemy is going to do is say, see, you see, God's not going to, God's, no. And it hinders us, it stops us from using a key that could unlock God's storehouses of grace and power. The truth is this, God's kuleana is to heal, you know, because he's, he's all Powerful, he's all wise, he knows everything, and he knows, and he has the power to heal. Our responsibility, we just got to ask. Doesn't that free you up? Doesn't that free us up? All we got to do is ask. We don't bear the burden if someone gets healed or not. We're just asking God. 
So we've got to. We can and we must pray for healing. Our kuleana, ask. God's kuleana, to heal. So how do we pray for healing? How do we pray for healing? John Wimber in that book, Power Healing, says one of the things you do is you stand on the truth that God wants to heal. You just stand on that truth. Matthew 10, 1. Jesus called his disciples together, gave them authority to cast out evil spirits and to heal every kind of disease and illness. We just say, God, you've called us. We're just going to ask, and we're going to stand on the truth that he wants to heal today. Second thing, we pray based on our trust in our God who heals. Again, we just pray with confidence. Say, God, we come here. We believe you can do all things. Nothing is impossible with you. That you are the God who heals. You are Yahweh Rafi, and we're just coming to you. And we're just going to ask. And we put our trust in that. And then the third thing is we pray in part by the Holy Spirit. That we can effect, I don't know how to pray. Just pray. Because the Holy Spirit will empower you. In Acts 1.8, Jesus says, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. That's what we've been talking about this year. That we just, all, all we got to do is, is just be willing to pray. And the Holy Spirit will empower us to pray. And we just ask. D is, we, we just pray with the, heart, with the heart of love. We just pray with love. So, that's, we just pray, God, just heal. This person. It's out of love that we want people pray. We want people healed. And then we give God all the glory and thanks for his power to heal. Scott, we just asked, you healed. Yay, God. Thank you for healing. You know, Max's father went into the hospital. Bad infection on his finger. Doctor said, got to cut off that finger. Okay? It's like, that's something I have a hard time with because if God gave us 10, we're supposed to go back to heaven with 10, you know? And so I, we, I said, Max, let's pray. And I started to pray. And this, this love for, for Jack, for Max's, you know, Jack Fowler just started to well up in my heart. I said, God, God, Jack came in with 10. I pray that you let him live his last days and he goes back home with 10. And as I prayed, I grew more and more in love with Max's dad. I said, God, please, God, just heal him. It's a finger. I know it's just a finger, but it's more than that to me. Please. A few days ago, Max came back and said, you know what? Doctor said, I guess it wasn't as bad as we thought. I don't think we got to, and, you know, he's going to go home today with 10. Right? Yay, God, on that one. Yeah, yay, God. Yay, God. And, and, and you know, the doctors may be right. They might have missed something. I'm going to give God glory for that. And I'm going to say, no, no, no. It was bad enough that they thought he had to go. But God healed that finger. And I'm going to give God glory for that. Let's see. God's kuleana is to heal. Ours it's just to ask. So here's the thing, okay? All right? I, I, I need you guys to take 
a small step. Two groups of people here. Some of you here. I'm going to ask if there's any of you here who just have something that you wouldn't mind people asking on your behalf for something that you want healed. Okay? It could be cancer. It could be a bad heart. It could be an outbreak of acne. It doesn't matter. Oh, I came in, I had this bad headache. Or, you know what, my back was sore today. Anything. The Bible says in James, we don't have something because we don't ask for something. Today, I want to encourage you, just ask. If there's anything that you want healing for, if you would help us, because we need to learn how to pray, all right? So if you would like and have something that, that you would like people to pray for today, would you raise your hand? Yeah, just could be anything. Thank you so much. I was praying I'm not going to have nobody. Okay, keep your hands up. Okay, thank you. Okay, got people who want. Now, look. Okay, you can put your hands on for now. Look, people raise their hand. I know there are other people. You don't need to be shamed now, okay? But this is what I want you to do. I'm going to ask again, if anybody wants prayer or healing for anything, okay? Just raise your hand. And then the rest of us, you look for those guys who've raised their hand. And I just want you to, to go there and just get little groups to pray for these people. And I'm going to show, I'm going to tell you how to pray for these people because all we're doing is asking, okay? All right? And then we're going to do that. And we're going to spend a few minutes, you guys, because it could be, you know, if you believe in Jesus, you don't have to be a pastor. You know, you don't have to be over 80 year old like Auntie Sally and, and Grandma Leon. You don't got to be like that. It could be all of us. All right? We can all pray. Okay, so if you would like healing in something today, raise your hand. Okay? So now, people, look around. Nan's in the back. And will you kind of gather around these people? Okay? And, and will you gather around them pretty quickly because kind of shame, you know, raise your hand that long, right? So, so gather around. Go just gather around. See? You know what? Why don't you guys... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Raise your hand high so make sure people gather around. Okay? Go, go. Just everybody. As rap... Replinger once said, go, 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 go. Go, just go. Just go, go, go pray. Okay, come on. Just get up and pray. All right? Gather around these people. Make sure everybody, look, Joanne over here. Look, Joanne over there. So gather around Joanne. Anybody else feeling left out? Okay, Nan's back there. Everybody got Gary. Any, every, okay, everybody, everybody who wants prayer for healing got people around you? Okay, all right. All we're going to do is this, all right? First, the person who wants healing, you just share. You just share, oh, I would like healing for this, okay? And then those of you around, your first step is what? Listen, okay, that's what they want healing for, all right? And then Max Locato said this. He said, our prayers may be awkward, our attempts may be feeble, but since the power of prayer is in the one who hears it and not the one who says it, our prayers do make a difference. Okay, so don't worry about that. And just pray something simple like this. Say, Father, we're here to pray for, like, 
Jack Fowler, we know that you're the God who heals. And we're just asking God, will you touch Jack and heal his finger? We just thank you in Jesus' name. If you look at all the healing prayers in the Bible, Jesus was pretty brief. Yo, get up. You know, open your eyes. Stand up and walk. That's all he did. So it doesn't matter how long you pray. In fact, he gets irritated if you pray too No, he doesn't. He doesn't. I get irritated if you pray too long, right? So, so just gather, listen, and then a few of you just pray. You can pray the same thing just together. And if someone's praying out loud, the rest of you go, yes, God, we agree with that prayer. Okay? So right now, let's go ahead and, and, and pray. All right? So whoever wants prayer, share with the people okay, what you need prayer for.
take about another minute and then we're going to see what God's doing. So take about a minute and then we're going to close this time up. All right? And then, um, yeah, just take a minute if you need a minute. And uh, you know, uh, something you might want to ask the person you're praying for, do you notice any difference? And, you know, God might have chose to heal right here and now. And uh, if that's the case, let us know. And uh, we can give God all the glory for that. All right? Okay. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you. as you guys are finishing up ask the person you're praying for you know is there any difference do they notice any difference okay ask what they notice any difference okay wasn't too bad, huh? Any Anybody, any group had a difference as people prayed? What what, what happened here? Uh-huh. Yeah, the heel, the, 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 the heel, the, the um, what do you call that? The arch thing, yeah? Okay, and? So you felt something going to that area, huh? Okay. Okay, can you run about three? No, I'm just kidding. Okay, see? Okay, let's thank God for healing there. Yeah, we don't know all that. Let's ask God for more. Okay, good. Anybody else, anything? Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. But it's, it's gotten better, huh? Okay, let's give God the thanks there. See? 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 Anybody else? Okay, now if you feel like, oh, nothing happened to me, don't feel like, oh, something went wrong there. Sometimes God does it immediately. Sometimes it takes time. Sometimes, you know, just we just don't know. Again, we just pray, and God knows beyond what we know. All right? Anybody, anything else? How hard was that? How hard was that? That wasn't very hard. Okay. Here's what I want you to do this week. Just be on the lookout. Practice. Every gift, everything that God gives us needs to be practiced. So at work, people are going to come up. You know, you, you, somebody might say, oh, man, my neck is sore today. You say, hey, I think we saw one of those at church. Say, you just say this. Can you, you mind if I just pray real quick for you? And you just pray real quick. I said, God, will you heal? Because you're the God who can heal. And just start practicing. John Wimber said they prayed for about 10 months. He said thousands of prayers. He said he saw zero healing, and he thought, what is going on? You know? But God was building their faith. And when healing started to come, it came. 
What does it tell us? We just got to practice. You might see someone who comes to our services and they're sore. You say, and they go, oh man, my neck's sore. And you tell them, too bad. You should have come service on Sunday. See what happened to you. <laughs> no, don't do that. You just pray. All right? Please, our kuleana is to ask. God's kuleana is to pray. This is what prayer is all about. This is another part of this wonderful thing called prayer. All right? So God, Father, I just want to pray a blessing, Lord. Thank you for your healing that's taking place. We pray that you would do even more and you would totally, completely heal all the people who took that step of faith just to say, I need prayer today. And that they would know beyond a shadow of a doubt that unmistakably you are the God who heals. And I pray for all of us, God, will you help us just to take that little step out of love for the people around us just to begin to ask you to heal. Thank you for today. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, thank you guys so much. God bless you. Have a good week.